Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Weeb Weekly Podcast, hosted by Nixie Comedy, I'm Tropical Joe, and Mizu Shogun. Now I'm back! Hello and welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is another episode of the Weeb Weekly, and we got a special for one. We got a special one for you this week. We got a very, very special guest. We've been talking about getting him on for a while. We reference all of his TikToks all of the time. We got Straw Hat Goofy on the pod, ladies and gentlemen, yes, aka Juju. How we doing, my guy? I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. Thanks for having me on. I know I've been ducking y'all for a minute it's just because i secretly like hate jose and misu i don't know you so i was like you seem like a cool guy so you're the only reason why i'm here right now to be honest i so. will take i will take ineffectuality over hate <laughs> every single day of the week dude but yes really thank you for coming on um you and jose were out in the city of angels i'm taking down my appreciation post for for, for straw hat just for that shit trying, oh, to, yeah. trying to get you out here bro we trying to get you dude. out here for sure like yes, you need y'all get all need to live out, out of here. Boston. You and Nick, exactly. you and Nick are both in LA, so y'all can meet whenever you want. But I'm still well, in. Well, not yet, bro. Not yet. Soon to what? be. Soon oh, to be. I'm about to say, yep. like, bro, come over right now. We can do this from I, my house together. Yeah, yeah. We can share one blue yet. <laughs> one, on the, one mic. Exactly. One, mic. That, one less poured in. Yeah, Jose. One day. One day. Uh, but this week yeah. we got a lot to talk about. Some. Well, I mean, I guess we have a lot of things that we would like to talk about. Somebody knows more about a movie we want to talk about than than we do because he gets special access to things early ladies uh, and gentlemen nah. but we yeah. have suicide squad on the horizon here ladies yes, and gentlemen uh. and juju has done a very very good job of not spoiling it of which i appreciate good sir hey no problem <laughs> i tried i try it's so hard though it's so hard not to spoil because there's so much in, that goes into it and that I want to fucking talk about. The only person I've been able to talk about with is Jay Stoops and my my wife star. So we're just I'm just waiting for people to like finally see it so I can just be like, yo, when that person like you know like that's, that's all I want to talk. You know, when that person did that thing like you know it was it was incredible, right? Yeah. So when is the click? When in your mind is the clearance date? Like you're like August sixth. I'm just like the second that one screening has gone to the public. I'm I'm blabbing. I mean, I think I think like the I'll, I'll say like the Saturday, like that Saturday is like mm-hmm. free game. Okay. But you have to start. You have to put like heavy spoiler warnings, like because you know okay. articles are articles are already gonna do it. They're already gonna be out. Like as soon as the movie comes out at like midnight or three a.m. or wherever you're watching it news articles are already out like oh the ending explains like what happened to yeah. this character explain and it's just kind of like you know what if they're fucking doing it i might as well like talk about it myself because i want to but yeah. you gotta gotta be responsible and put those warnings on it but i say like when you don't put spoiler warnings on it i give it like at least like 
three like a month give it a month like that should be more than enough a time month to, is like, way too much you have no. way more respect than i do because <laughs> for, God, for yeah. godzilla versus kong we were talking about that shit like three days after bro. The, was like the next day no, yeah. no but, you, but you put the spoiler no spoiler warnings oh you guys are awful you guys no are we do time stamps no we do time stamps okay, okay i'm about to say don't just be your description because <laughs> no, i i get i get people coming at me when i spoil a movie that's like eight years old like oh i was gonna watch that for it's real. like that's ass. For real. On, i talk about Jiraiya's like that. Hey, I on, talk bro. about Jiraiya's death in Naruto. I'm like, it happened in 2013. Like, what do you like? How long am I supposed to wait? Like, I'm still watching it. I was like, it's not my problem. At, at that this you point, seen it. at this point, Ace is dead in One Piece. At this point, like, yes, you haven't you. seen him. You haven't seen him in any thank of the new you. shit. That means he's dead. Like, <laughs> like it's like, don't worry about it. So where uh, did that happen? Like episode like 600, right? Not even 600. I think it was like. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It was probably like like. 400 maybe 300 i want to say like yeah it was it was way back it was way back mm -hmm. so it was like yeah. when we first got brooke it was only like like maybe uh you know a year or so after we got brooke as like a crewmate so it's it was a while ago man it was a while ago and like yeah, nowadays i was gonna say nowadays you don't even see ace like in his full form anymore you just see him with the fucking fist through his heart like that's <laughs> you don't even see his actual character anymore so what are you mad about <laughs> he just lives on in eternity yeah. as a fiery donut unfortunately you still get you still get smacked um, a lot of crap for talking about it and bringing up like oh spoilers i'm just like dude this anime has been around for 20 years 20 years bro. Yeah. it's still going on yes like it'll, at that it'll, case it'll, it'll we can't talk about anything you know no you can't talk about and shit. You just got to give it a month. But while we're talking about uh, Suicide Squad, well, A, because we're all very excited to see it. I'm the DC guy of the group. These two are <laughs> the Marvel heads. I, I defend DC religiously. Um, so I'm, you, I'm, I'm, uh, what, I'm you, what, Jose? Time out. It's not that you're just the DC. Like, we appreciate Honestly, DC. Because, for example, D we've talked about how DC animation is the bomb. The problem is that, Facts. unfortunately, when you this give... This is revisionist history. When you get certain <laughs> studios that don't, like, do the homework, you know, it happens. It happens. It happens. I'm not going to say I shit. I like how but... there's only one studio <laughs> that has <Yeah>. DC. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Brooke, hey, 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 hey. The Michael Schumacher uh, uh, movies were not made by that the the studio the, the, they went the down by Warner Brothers. Not be named. The studio they went they went Who? they, they went they went, hey, they went down by name. oh you were can't they? say their name I, i'm pretty though? sure it was bro i'm pretty sure it was all no one yeah say this is the movie guy homie i don't know if this is i don't by know the if this is the beat? battle you need they were by actual the it was actually yep. it was actually yep. made by the studio yep yep same one same one yep they've been here for years Dang. But, so so why we're talking like about that. it is because so we do a thing every week on this episode uh, on this podcast called stack them up well not every week it's actually pretty new but essentially we all have a topic and we bring our best answers to that question the topic and it's called stack them up and okay. the winner gets voted on a week by week basis and due to a a, a legal loophole, no. Jose won last week. Oh. Uh, actually, before it was before we get too into it, would, win would, on would, you, would you consider Darth Vader a protagonist? Yeah. yeah. For, there we go. Yeah, I would. Yeah, absolutely. I look at it right there. Look, hey, you no, just I mean, mad, for at least, bro. For at least, you mad, bro. For no, at look, least I'm, four movies. Four movies at the very least. 
four movies. He's a protagonist. So, so you're saying? So you're saying? Are we? Are we distinct? Is there a distinction between Anakin and that, Darth Vader? That's, or just yes. that's what I. That's, yes. that's what I. There is. I made that distinction in the show, and they said yes. So I'm like, all right, bet I'm a I'm a, I'm a bounce on you. I'm a, yeah. So the question was right, and I and I'll I'll, I'll I'll move this forward. Right, the question for last week, which is what we're talking about, is who okay. was the best co-protagonist of all time? And so Mizu chose Obi Wan, which is a great choice for the prequels. Obviously, he's he's a big part of the Star Wars series. Right. Uh, uh, Nick Nick chose Kilua, which is also a good pick for Hunter Hunter, okay, right? But okay. bro, Darth Vader is Star Wars. When you see the the silhouette by him by itself inspires you to think of star wars and the force and like just everything in general so i'm like hey yo i'm gonna go because the thing is there was a there was a, there was a, a challenge in this pod you know how many mm. weeks would it take me to win and <laughs> so so hey it's it's one 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 we've got three weeks of stack them up and each one of us has a win so let's okay. let's take that call right. me sugar sean because every time you say that you won i'm holding up i'm holding up a finger all right, all right. I'm Sugar Sean O'Malley because he may not accept he is gonna loss. I don't accept that I lost last week. Okay, man. Uh, I think okay, it's a bet. win, man. I think it's a win. I I agree. As the movie guy who do, who's like very very objective about Star Wars, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give him that one. Like I'm very. Okay, to. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to probe you on on your objectivity towards Star Wars later nah. because it's sure. something yeah. that we talk Tra- about. I, I, I Last Jedi, I think is the best is the best Star Wars movie under. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. So you're gonna have a hard time like challenging that uh, out of objectivity. Physically hurt, <laughs> physically hurt here. But okay, we'll get into that later. For now, what we have is movies, franchises, TV shows that deserve. You don't have to do all of them. You can choose from the wide spectrum that mm. deserve a second chance. Because mm. Suicide Squad, mm. for for all intents and purposes, the first one was bad. And it essentially got redconned, and now it has been given a second chance, and it is it is bursting onto the stage, it is, is at least what initial reviews are saying. What you've right. said, you've said it's fantastic. So, so what we wanted to talk about this week and what we wanted to bring up our own personal opinions on were movies that deserve, like, a second chance, like Suicide Squad. I got, I got one thing that comes to my mind like super quick like lightning man like the last airbender deserves a fucking second chance a live action just a a whole fucking franchise man the the last airbender i've said so many times should be my wife's over here cheering she's looking at me like yeah like silently (laughs) uh because she knows i made i made her watch it for the first time like last year she like resisted watching it because she's heard about Mm -hmm. like how fucking shitty it is but wait wait the, the show the no, movie. the uh, no, the movie, the movie. Oh, she's a wow. huge fan of. She's a huge fan of the show, okay. Legend of Korra okay, included. But mm, I've, I repeatedly said that. I repeatedly said that the Last Airbender deserves to be on the same level as Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Wait, Star Wars. Is like a mega franchise with its own universe, its Fact. own characters. Like it's it's such a vast and like deep and rich and layered world that it doesn't deserve anything less. Than like amazing. the treatment that you know the Harry Potters and the Lord of the Rings and all those things get. It's so unique, you know what I'm saying? And like it also would have had the distinction of like taking an anime inspired property or anime inspired mm-hmm. property, depending on who you ask, and making it into like a huge kind of like franchise. This this great grand sweeping story versus like the poop that we got. So like that's the first thing that kind of comes to my mind is the Last Airbender. Like fuck whatever we got, and then the fact that they were like setting up a sequel like made me even no. more upset because it's like oh you got azula like you know middle fingers they, they really thought that they were like m night Shyamalan saw it and he was like i'm gonna run away with this it's like we're gonna no way we don't get a sequel out of this 
it's all bro like like the you could tell they were planning on it too but you know that's just that yeah. just lets you know like how blind like some studios are when it comes to like creating movies because they literally like will make a cliffhanger because they think people actually like the shit that they were putting out mm-hmm. yeah. and it's and i get it like it's always based off of box office if it would have made like a shit ton of money then they would have made another one despite like the reviews it oh, would have yeah. got or whatever like the but, power rangers where you get just the like a really cool, hey but power rangers like actually could could that's what i'm saying like live action power rangers with a dark twist lord dragon that one from like 2015 was actually pretty good too. I think it was like 2015 or 2017. That one well, was like actually the four pretty- Hollister models. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the dude who ended up playing Liu Kang in the new Mortal Kombat as well. Um, he was the you Black Ranger. That? He was the Black Ranger. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was him. Oh my god. Yep. Got Gabby G. Got the got the oh, got Becky got the singer, G. Uh, got Be- uh, Becky. I said Gabby G. Be- good, I, I don't really care. But <laughs> this is Becky sorry. G. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Becky. Uh, I'm not. I haven't listened to a lot of you. I heard one song from you, and I can't remember what it was. But I liked your performance in Power Rangers. This Trini, you were really yeah. good. Is that? Uh, fucking um, uh, Dakri Montgomery, like a big star who like I'm still waiting on to pop. Like he mm-hmm. was a very great central protagonist, and I was really excited to see the introduction of uh, Tommy as well. Uh, because you know they teased him in like the in the after credit scene or the mid credit scene or whatever. So I mm-hmm. feel like Power Rangers is also like another thing that they could do. Granted, I don't want it to be as serious as they were trying to go for. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like the strongest parts of that movie where it was it was very cheesy. They leaned into the weirdness of the Power Rangers thing. Like they even played the fucking original Power Rangers theme song from mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for Christ's sakes. So like. And plus, they were in a pit the whole fucking time. Just it was looking awesome. But I would like to see that one get a second chance as well. But not not yeah. a completely serious route. But I think we just need more franchises that just like you know just have fun, like like a Spy Kids. Like we need a Spy Kids type of thing now. Get George you know? Lopez back too. Get George, <laughs> Mister Electricity. You get that. Sergio Banderas right? was in that movie. Like, like Antonio that Banderas was killing Antonio it, man. Banderas was or Antonio Banderas, yes. Antonio Banderas, man. He was a he was a fucking monster. Now, uh, Carla Gugino as well. Yep. Carla, yeah, she was. She, she was, was the mom. I, Salma Hayek also appeared in it. Like, there's just so much <sighs> great. So much? Salma, Salma Hayek. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, was in love that with. She had the pigtails, bro. She was rocking the pigtails. I've never been more attracted to pigtails in my life until Dude, Salma she Hayek is the mom. did it. Right. She, she is the mom. right. She was the mom. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jose, was your was your answer then? No, no. Was your was answer? Just... So it wasn't Power Rangers. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like you're testing I, the water. I have strong opinions. I have strong opinions about this one. Okay. Uh, okay. uh the answer to me to me is Percy Jackson. Yeah, I hear. I hear that that deserved it. Yeah, because the mythology guy chooses mythology. No, 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 no. Let's let's just say I I have very strong opinions, and this is my take. This is just my take. Okay. Percy Jackson gets the benefit of the doubt that there is uh well the benefit sorry not the benefit of the doubt gets the benefit that there's over ten books right to its name. There's over ten books in the series. The the first ten are banging like i i see no skips in, in, in this series mm-hmm. um that series is better than harry potter like i'm just putting it straight out there what really millennials are pressed and like, I've, really? I've discussed that I hear at length. Good. i've discussed that at length in the in the sense that like i think i think the, the the core three of harry potter that relationship is awesome like harry hermione and ron is like central to there but bro the villains that you see in 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 percy jackson 
Think about this, bro. Voldemort gets everything that he wants, and he still can't beat Harry. Voldemort magic, achieves bro. everything that he wants, and he still can't beat Harry. It's power it's magic. It was destiny. No, bro. It was destiny. Dude, Percy Jackson li literally family. fought the embodiment of time, and then he fought other villains that I, obviously I won't spoil the whole like series. There's like 15 books, but like yes, uh, the, the the amount of layers that they put to the different characters did not deserve those two movies that we got. Uh, first of all, Logan Lerman is, is, is was good, and Alessandra Ambrosio uh -huh. is Bay. Um, they're 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 twenty five year olds or twenty six year olds playing fourteen year olds. Like this is not it's it's not the vibe, right? And and it's I'm a excited. Classic. I'm excited I'm that sure Disney is pushing the that. show. I'm, I'm sure he was younger I, than that. Dude, dude. It, I, I, mean, I don't know. If we're talking early 2000s, there was, yeah. I mean, come on. We had 24-year-olds playing 13-year-olds being like, wow, my first year of high school. It's Bro. like you've graduated college. The, the, I watched the, the Scooby-Doo movie. The dude that played oh, Hannah Lord. Montana's, the dude that played Hannah Montana's brother, the, the dude that played Hannah Montana's uh, brother in the original Hannah Montana show was like 30 years old when he was playing like, a, like an 18-year-old. Hannah Montana ridiculous. had a brother? In the show. In the show, yeah. yeah. Michael, uh, Jackson, Jackson. Oh, the dumb one. Yeah, he was yeah, the actor yeah, 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 was like yeah. 30 years old and he was like pl playing like it's really weird. It's bad. It's really yeah. weird, Disney. But I'm just going to say that like for my pick, uh it's just it's just because of the fact that those two movies that we got were not deserving of like the complexity <clears throat> that you have like Facts. with with Percy Jackson and um I just feel like th the new Disney series which while well, it's pretty hush hush right now, uh but that series if done well could span easily 17 seasons if you're going off the books alone 17 so i'm gonna just you say want a percy jackson percyverse that's just my pick hashtag restart the percyverse yeah Mizu, what you percy, question like, for you though um yeah. do you think that it will work better as a movie or a tv show tv for sure tv mm -hmm. yeah but but you have to give it the same care that you give the mandalorian that's like that's my take because i like, think about it like every, the thing is okay the thing is like uh like with with movies like that uh, that, that usually revolve around mythology. We saw what Clash or like what, not Clash of the Titans, the the one that they did about Egypt, Gods of Egypt. Dear, dear, dear Lord Christ. Oh my gosh. Uh, that movie was not great. But like, for example, except people, for Chadwick, people, you did exactly, fantastic, exactly. The Wait, thing is, wasn't that, like, that the one with Russell Crowe? With Gerard yeah, no, Butler. No, Gerard, Gerard Butler. I get, I get the mixed up. And, and, and angry Jamie white Lannister. Man. Gerard Butler yeah. and Jamie yeah. Lannister. Because they're so, Egyptian, right? And, and they're playing <laughs> African gods. Like and, 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 uh, they look uh, Egyptian. Brenton yeah. Thwaites as well, who plays Nightwing now, which I was just kind of like... Nah, bro. Okay, so so bro. think about it. Like People forget that these movies were classics. Like the, the, the topic of mythology in general, or just like uh, deities, was like really big in Hollywood in the 60s and 70s. Like Ben-Hur... Uh, like the, the the Ten Commandments was like the biggest movie in the world for like a, a couple, maybe you could say a decade. And Clash of the original Clash of the Titans was one of the biggest mm, movies of its time in terms of that. budget, in terms of just scale. So like those movies deserve the care that that they brought, and they were critically acclaimed for for years. So like if you bring that to a modern audience, which you can already do because Percy Jackson is successful, you can you can make a banger. The thing is, you just have to hire the right people and have the right care. Another another question for you when it comes to this, because like 
do you know like the the genre that we're referring to when we talk about like Lawrence of Arabia and like the Zeus mm-hmm. the the Clash of the Titans the original they're called sword and sandals epics and it's my yeah. favorite it's my Ben-Hur. it's my favorite name for like a genre sword and sandals because I could, <laughs> that could pretty much mean anything but it's so descriptive but do you think like Hollywood is still like craving for like an epic sword and sandals because I feel like the last truly great sword and sandals was like three hundred gladiator. Oh, Matt, yeah. I would say I wouldn't even call Mad Max like a sword and sandals thing. That was more like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. type of thing. Like nobody's True. wearing sandals actually in that one, surprisingly. Yeah, it's and like boots <laughs> to their there's knees. no swords, yeah. no sandals. But you know, but I think like 300 was like, and I'm talking about the original one. And I feel Not like after two. three, and I feel like after 300, like you know, the 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 love for sword and sandals epic started to go down. Like you start to see that with like 300. The second one, I don't even know what the fucking title is. And then, like, even 300 yeah, is just kind knows. of, like, it reminded people of Gladiator, I feel. And Gladiator yeah. was, like, the last true, like, holy mm-hmm. shit. like Oscar-winning. Oscar-winning, mm-hmm. like, sword and sandals thing. It used to be so commonplace. And it used to be, like, oh, you do a sword and sandals epic? You're going to get an it's Oscar nomination. Now it's, like, all right, like, not as great. They even tried to make uh, Ben-Hur, remake yeah. Ben-Hur, and it didn't work out. Oh, so. they did. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so forgot about that with Percy Jackson. Like I understand, like you know, it's you know, people are still like obviously like your content like always blows up whenever you talk about like you know mythology and that and that type of shit. But do you think like outside of you know just general interest of the mythos, will people still yes. be into that type of thing? The answer to that, in my opinion, is yes because of one, uh, the the impact that the MCU has had with Norse mythology, even like with Loki, because they're both like Loki and Thor, and second. And a big one, which some people don't give credit for, is the God of War series. And they're, I was they're just try- about to say. They, they've been trying mm-hmm. to make God of War into a show, and it's just so good and so expansive that like, if they get it wrong once, it just won't happen. And God of War is objectively, in my opinion, one of the top three ve- best video games ever made. And it's all about mythology, and people ate that up the critics yeah. the fans even the haters had to bow to kratos and it's like bro if if a video game which is usually regarded by um uh, the older generation let's say as like a waste of time can have that much impact and like mm-hmm. mythology in general can have so much impact that like it it goes to the big screen with marvel and you get you get one of the best tv shows that we've had with loki the answer is yes mizu what were you gonna say I was going to definitely agree with that because there's a lot of people, especially our generation, are definitely into mythology. I mean, side note, um, in the, you can say, manga, webtoon, you got Lore Olympus, which is all based off of Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, Ragnarok. especially like... Record of yep, Ragnarok. Pip or Ragnarok and then got a high school, all based off of mythology right. as well. So I feel like our generation is down for mythology. We consume it all the time. I yeah. mean, why not? We all had to do. We all. I mean, I. I know I had to do it in like th- like fifth grade. I had to choose a Greek god and pretend to be them for a week for some Greek mythology convention. I got Hephaestus. <laughs> that sounds hard as hell. That sounds. It was tight. terrible. I got Hephaestus, and I was stoked that I got to be married to Aphrodite. But then I found out she didn't love me, and that was it. That was that was the end. Is that it? Is that it? Like you didn't have like, to like cut out your fucking thigh and put a baby in there or any shit like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot part. of there's, there's a lot of like horrible things in, in, in Greek and Norse mythology that could have like happened, you know. Zeus yeah, is fair. hot boy summer. <laughs> Zeus oh, is hot I'm boy just, summer. Listen, he's just he's just a freak in the sheets, is what he is. Okay, I would say I could tell I, I from the I'm, Disney movie. I could tell. That. Yeah, 
First mm-hmm. off, now that's something we need a, re- a rerun of and bring back the original soundtrack. Like, bring back people oh, who sang the original they're, soundtrack. They're remaking it currently, live action. They're You're doing kidding. It. Yep, they're, I'm not kidding. kidding. Not they're with The Rock? It. Not with The I don't want to see The Rock in another oh, sword and say, I don't. Like, <laughs> I I love, I love Dwayne You didn't Johnson. like him in The Mummy? I the love it. <laughs> you, you didn't mean, like him in the mummy? He he's actually my favorite part of the mummy. Like, let's not get it twisted. Uh, like, I okay, unironically, yeah. I unironically think like the mummy returns and Scorpion King are like some of the best sword and sandals slash like action flicks, like, period. They're they're fucking great. Uh favorite scene, he fucking gets the fucking giant ass bow and arrow says, catch yep. this, and the fucking guy like doesn't catch it. That's spoiler Obviously. alert. He doesn't catch it. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't I mean he caught it in a sense, you know, just not with his I mean, hands. In a sense, he, his body caught, caught body, it. Right? Like, yeah. his, his heart so, caught it. Would you consider like Edo like Japanese pieces, sword and sandals? No. Like because what but you're saying sword, mm-hmm. sandals. Yeah, like, I think, like I think how, we're missing the sand. I think we're missing the sand element. I think like it's 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 a silent kind of like partner in the sword and sandals. You just automatically think like, oh, they're doing it in like fucking sand, and there's kind of like yeah. a Romanness to it or something like that. Where it's like, if I'm thinking of something like the Seven Samurai, like first off, they're not swords; they're katanas, and True. you'll probably <laughs> you'll probably like offend a lot of people uh, saying that, but. Um, yeah, I think I think there's like a distinction. It's almost it's. I'm trying to think of like the apt like metaphor for it, where it's like, oh, when you talk about this, obviously you're not talking about this. And I feel like yeah. sword and sandals, and plus like you know the uh, Edo, what you say, called it Edo, Edo Japanese, Japan. Edo feudal Edo. Japan. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know way bigger words than I do. I have no idea. Like it's I'm only three letters. That shit. I'm it's gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna start using that shit. Like, do it. Edo yeah, no, it's like 13th Japan. century Japan. Just call it Edo. Just, just fucking throw that word at it. I definitely agree with Nick on that. And we're definitely exploring more mythology than just Greek and Norse. We're going out yeah. there and we're going into Japanese, African, um, South American, Aztec, all that stuff. Black Sands, bro. They're doing it. Black Sands Black is fucking Sands. doing it right now, bro. You can read it you. and watch it. Did you guys know that? <laughs> Do you know that? Did Aaron? Did yeah. Aaron? Did Aaron convey that to us? Oh, um, all right, all right. <laughs> going in the same vein. Going in the same vein of of what you said, Jose. I gotta go with the Hunger Games. Listen, the Hunger Games yes. is where I. That was. I didn't read Harry Potter. I didn't read Percy Jackson. Hunger Games was where I was at, dude. Good I pick. was also a dude. I loved Katniss Everdeen. First, um, what was it? Like Division 13, Section 13 is supposed to be New England. That's where I was from. And I was like, it is desolate and gross here. I can understand <laughs> this. I can relate to this. I'm always and hungry. So, yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> like being here either. I want to move south. I want to go to Division 1. And so there was like the third book came out on my 13th birthday and that's all i asked for for my birthday was i want that book my mom got it to me read it in one day adored it nice movies came out and i was young i was young when the movies came out so i wouldn't i didn't have like a critical eye for filmmaking or anything like that but every time i try and go back and watch those movies it leaves me so longing because those movies i mean that that material is so dark yeah. so dark it's yeah. just like it's like your your favorite characters are getting murked left and right and you're just you're just forming these connections R. I. P. people were genuine what r.i.p oh, brew r.i.p that still sticks with me man that shit still sticks Three with fingers. me fingers dude they're killing children that's children. the thing like the whole premise of the story is killing children you give me a horror story twist like get like get like get uh like um 
Peel, Jordan Peel on it or something. Oh, like, give me, yeah. right? Ooh. Give me horror on that right there. Cause, like, this is children murdering each other for nothing other than a chance out of their terrible lives. Like, give me a, a, a horror thriller twist on it with, like, a good lead acting. And here's the thing we don't know what these people look like. Like, there's nothing that's like, oh, Katniss Everdeen is, looks like Jennifer Lawrence or anything right. like that. You can cast it however you want. Build the story however you want. Build that world. What happened before to make all these divisions? There's entire nuclear fallouts with bunkers and things yeah. like this. And I just, I think there's such an immersive world we could step into, honestly. Can we, can we like, step, hold on, because I've been waiting. I feel like I've been waiting my entire life to talk about Hunger Games for a minute. Because yep. I feel like Hunger Games is, like, one of the few movies that, like, legit had a chance to improve on the books. Because, like, I read mm-hmm. all the books as well. I read them all in college. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't really think the books, sorry, Suzanne Collins, was like the best written, but yeah. I, I like I like the like the mythos. I like the story. I liked I liked all the metaphors to the like, grit. you know, the grit. The grit was incredible. Like even like some of like the hard hitting scenes like Katniss wakes up and she fucking finds out literally all of District 12 was just fucking bombed, like just nuclear, yeah. just straight up nuked. And you're just like, holy shit. And they just end the book on that. And yeah. so like there, there's a lot to love about it. But I felt like the movies had a chance to kind of like like expand on it because now you're seeing this for the first time and obviously like people you know make their comparisons of oh it's basically like battle royale but it, you know it's it's a more like neo uh, neo uh, like apocalyptic like type of setting but it, it was like the way i see it is like the first movie was just kind of like the first movie, the, the director didn't trust the source material. I can't remember who directed it, but he didn't trust the source material okay. because we came, and as fucked up as it sounds, we came to see the children get murked. Like, that's what I, that's what I wanted to see. That's all of book one. That's it's all. Just and it, that's, it's just kids getting like murked, and then like yeah. in the most brutal ways possible. Like people forget, like those dogs that came out. They're not just like vaguely mm-hmm. CGI, like poodle dogs from the first Hulk movie. They're fucking like they literally took like dead kids. And they grafted their face on. They like it's implied that they took the dead kids' bodies, reworked them into these fucking mutant dogs, and gave them the voices and the faces of these children. So not only are you fighting these ugly ass mutant dogs, you're fighting the people that you either killed or saw get killed in front of you. So there's one of Rue. Yep. There's one of fucking uh, uh, not Kato, but like I think uh, whatever the fuck her name, the orphan, the girl who plays orphan or whatever. It's yep. just really brutal stuff. But again, like direction like it was all shaky cam and you're just like oh shit i don't know what the fuck's going on like they're not really like holding it in camera however catching fire like the second movie and the second book i feel like were the best best ones like read right there with you uh lawrence i I think it's francis lawrence uh is francis lawrence was the director yeah francis lawrence directed the first one yes francis lawrence had such an eye he like he made that to have scope like i watched that in like imax and it just felt like an entire experience just being in the fucking like uh uh i can't the arena yeah everything every that arena looked so beautiful and the fact like at any moment somebody could come out of the fucking woods and throw a fucking tomahawk at your head and shit like i was I was into that shit. And then, like, you had, like, the extra elements of, oh, raining blood. And then, like, you had, like, the fucking mist. The monkeys you had that can, the, like, like yell, like, with voices. Yeah. You know, it, it was just such a, like, it was just such a great way to show that this is a fucking oppressive capital that, like, mm. relishes in the fucking torture of its contestants. And, yeah, it's like, gladiator and one fighting. Of the, it's, it's gladiator, gladiator fighting. fighting. And one of the best scenes, and this is because I know I'm, like, going on a tangent, but, like, one of the You're best good. scenes is when 
uh all the can all when they announced the quarter quell for the first time the reaction of everyone who's been because we anniversary because it's already stressful enough right to be like randomly picked for the hunger games but getting out and like literally thinking like okay like once i do it like i never have to do it again like i'm fine Mm -hmm. i won i'm out i have ptsd but it's all good yeah. Then they tell you, oh, you got to go back. Like the reaction from Katniss to Peta to even uh, Jenna Malone's character, like like the fact that she was just like, oh, I-, I was supposed to win out. That was the deal, right? Fuck these people. It was like one of the yep. best, like, uh-huh. like it was one of the best directed, best acted scenes in the entire like franchise. It, I still think about that. It was incredible. And, and then it's like it's like it's like Germany at the end of World War Two. You have eighty year old people in there, like who are like losing their minds, like teaching people how to make fish hooks. And those people are now fighting thirteen year olds over it's it's and and talk about like like being topical in today, like like with like like the the growing animosity between like arguably the ruling class and like the more working class people. And right. like this is a literal universe built upon the ruling class, the capital forcing other to fight and compete strictly for a taste of what the ruling class lives like every single day. And then, and then you bring it to the third movie where it is now an uprising amongst those who have been historically disenfranchised for years and years and years against that capitalistic ruling class. And I'm like, you could make it so good. Give, give Jordan Peele the reins and just say, listen, man, just take it. Take it where it needs to go. That would be absolutely incredible in my book. And the thing is, like, I'm not even saying that the movies weren't good. They were fantastic. I, I love them. But, like, there's so much lore in there to build on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they petered off in, like, the last, like, two back. But, but And I feel like, you know, once Harry Potter did, like, the part two craze, like, no movie's doing a part one and part two. Like, to conclude no. that thing just stood a chance. But I really felt like they could have kind of a i don't know again i when i read the books like i just felt like the one flaw that that it had was like it tried to thank you sweetie uh that it it tried to like really go into like the this is the hunger games people are hungry and susan collins did this weird thing where she would describe food like every like 10 pages just like she would just describe food in depth and i'm like hey i get it like i get it you're hungry but even when she would say like i'm not hungry but somebody put a plate in front of me it was mashed potatoes with some gravy on the side and then there was a thing of juice. I never had juice before, so I tasted it. It was all right. Then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a fever you know? dream. It's a, literally a fever dream, bro. It's the whole scene in the Capitol where like they're at the feast and they're eating and they're like drinking the stuff to throw up so they can eat more. And it's like, what are we? What I mean, I get like it's like it's capitalistic like greed and like overconsumption, but like we are just describing different types. Like we are Bubba Gump right. here. We're just describing <laughs> different kinds of shrimp. Damn, now I want bubble gump. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, but did you ever watch? Did you ever watch like a um, uh, battle royale by chance? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, battle oh, yeah. royale is a fucking it's a fucking masterpiece, bro. Like and that is also it's it's Japanese children killing each other, but it's Jap- Oh, and it's and it's like it's 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 like brutal shit like i saw a kid's yeah. head get like lopped off and then a dude puts a grenade in it and then throws the head through like a fucking like window and blows up some more kids i'm just like whoa <laughs> wait a minute like that's what yeah. i was expecting uh hunger games to be but i would definitely love to see that get a second chance that's that's a good pick that would be incredible mizu you got it you got a choice here also you guys can yes. thank the japanese movie boy battle royale for fortnite minecraft survival mode apex Warzone. without that the concept was never there so give your props <laughs> can i like can i like like shout out like another movie that i feel like deserves a second chance yes and i and right now it has it has a cult following and people Mm -hmm. like recognize like how great this movie is but to this day i still believe this movie never made its money back which like pains me to see 
the Iron Giant. I think oh. the Iron Giant, like, give it a sequel, give it a like a live action kind of like reboot something. A like live action would be wild. Give us a live action, like, and you know what? Have a uh, uh, Finn Wolfhart play Hogarth. Yeah, like have Finn Wolfhart play Hogarth. Like that would mm-hmm. be in in fucking insane. And Jeremy like, I, how Irons, many times and Jeremy Irons plays the Iron Giant. With how many times I saw the Iron Giant in Space Jam 2, you would have thought that was its second chance, honestly. Yeah, same thing with, uh, and again, this Space Jam 2 is just basically a glorified uh, Ready Player One, but he was also in Ready Player One as well. well. Ready Player One, that moment was just... It's 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 so great. See, an Iron Giant reference doing a Terminator 2 reference. Like, how much more metal can you get? I, I love that. But I That's just, crazy. I just really need like, and honestly, you could get Jeremy Irons. Fuck, you can even bring back Vin Diesel as as uh, the Iron Giant as well. Like, I think you can make it happen either way. I just want like a new generation of kids. Nick, Nick, just yes, realized yes, something like, very big. Yeah, I, like, yes, know? Vin Diesel voiced Iron Giant. Yeah, because you can see his face right now. You didn't know. He's that. Groot, oh, you didn't know he's that. Groot and he has family. You didn't he's know that. Groot and he has family too. Oh, bro, it makes bro. so much sense. Bro, the reason why he got the role of Groot is because of his great voice acting as the Iron Giant. <laughs> I I'm love that Superman. so much. Superman. Like, I just want to hear him say "family" one time as the Iron Giant. <laughs> I would literally live for that. Okay, Mizu, we gotta know. We gotta know what you got, my guy. All right, uh, so that was great. Um, I love. I have that. two. One's a real quick one. So the one I want to change or get a second chance will have to be um, Iron Fist. Okay. Iron Fist. Woo! Okay, yes. So, yes. Yes. Here's the thing. It Iron Fist is such a fantastic character. He is such a great character. They could have done amazing things with. But the show was absolute trash. And it pissed me off. Like, I'm not going to lie. I visibly, emotionally, everything was angry when I was watching this show. I'm like, what on earth is yeah, this it's garbage? A hard one. It's a hard one. And man. the part that also made me so sad is because he also played one of my favorite. Um, the actor is one of my favorite from Game of Thrones because he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah he played Lord. And I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be a cool concept. But no. And there's so much potential and content for just Iron Fist alone that they could have done a great series with, but they filmed the bag. So <laughs> if they redid it, I think it would have been amazing. Plus, I'm not gonna lie, I never been a big fan of his origin story a little bit. Maybe yeah. change his origin story because um he just seems like a another rich white guy playing superhero. <laughs> and um, rich white guy who gets taught martial arts. Damn this guy. Yes. Like yeah like, he lost like his being, parents, like, like but you're man. like he's so lucky. Bruce Wayne. He's so fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, his whole being a businessman part is completely unneeded and it really plays really like, no factor it's in his character. Horrible, yeah. So it's just like, oh, we don't really need that. So we could have you could have just made him just a monk and just a person who's kinda kinda like that fish out of water thing that but he's like a kind of like a monk kind of character. Yeah. But besides that, um, but that's not my main one. The main one that I feel like does need a second chance and could have been a great series is Give Assassin's Creed. Oh! Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes! Think about this. I, for, I honestly, I forgot they made the movie. I forgot they yes, made the movie. There was an Assassin's Creed movie and it was <sighs> yes, terrible. Me so yes. I, I, and, don't, I don't normally like throw up on the like hearing a movie's name <laughs> like i'm starting to feel a little something when you said that like i just the For whole real. experience came rushing back to me and i'm just ugh. is that the, the worst video game were... movie ever made is it no no no, no. no. i don't think it's Mortal the combat the super worst. mario brothers super mario super mario, mario brothers, brothers. very good that's brothers. a good contender yeah 
But Mortal yeah, Kombat, bro, speaking of Edo Air, Air, sorry, Mizu, get your point across first because that's a really good pick. Um, so as a person who's played all the video games for Assassin's Creed, it has the potential to be a great movie or TV show series, especially in a sense of like, imagine it being an anthropology. Like you, you have yeah. one movie or TV or at least or one movie or at least maybe one season based on one character. And we see what it's like. Like you, you can pick um, Altair. And the second season could be Ezio. The third season could be it could be Cassandra like from the, the Odyssey. You could treat it just like the exactly. video games. Think about it. It could have been like for those who don't know who watched JoJo. JoJo is an anthropology anime, and you could have done something similar like that, but with Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. It would have been freaking amazing. All the stuff Baller. that's going the on pirates. inside the series. Exactly, especially yeah. Black Flag. Black Flag is one of the best of the Assassin's Creed series, in my opinion. A whole, imagine assassin, uh, assassin pirate series, like a whole season that you're uh, a swashbuckling pirate who yeah, also can... has to work for this organization because of this grand scheme that's going on with um, involving the world and the Templars. Miso. And the lore is so <clears throat> confusing, a TV show would iron it out. Like exactly. we can actually understand is, the lore. Yeah, the lore is not well put together, but yeah, with a series that can like iron it out, as you said, and fix it, it would have been a great, series that overarches that that overarches with certain um elements and plus yeah. like some of the twists and turns and one of my best um my, one of my favorites is um what happens in Assassin's Creed 3 when we mm-hmm. follow this man and it turns out that he's not an assassin he's a Templar this entire time mm-hmm. that's right I think that whole little twist or there's like a whole video game series based off of you being a Templar and you taking yep. out assassin yeah I forgot what the name of that one was rogue. was it called rogue rogue yeah Yep, Assassin's Creed Rogue. Where you play that, and there's one where I think it's it might be Rogue where you play uh, a black assassin. Yes, on the PS Vita, bro. On the PS Vita. PS Vita. It was, or or, yeah, I think it was the PS Vita or the PSP. I played it. It was baller. Like those games were baller. Vita. Wow. That was around for what three weeks? (laughs) (laughs) PSP was like three years. That was three weeks. Yeah, NBA <laughs> ballers, NBA ballers with Stefan Marbury on the cover. Sure. <laughs> How did Stefan Marbury like? He was never the best player in but the league. But his like, shoe think, sales in China hey, are through the yo, roof. Yo, he is a oh, China God. legend. He's a street ball in China legend. Put some respect on Stefan Marbury, man. Yep. Stephon Marbury. I, I guess. Good for him. You know, like, yeah, if, if the, you want to go to ball the out elsewhere. I mean, yeah, you know, hey, any way you can get into the Hall of Fame, bro. Like, if he becomes a China <laughs> legend, gets to the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm rooting for Stephon Marbury for real. I'm rooting for him. Uh, two things. Like, one, I like hearing you guys talk about Assassin's Creed because the only time I played Assassin's Creed was always at a friend's house, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. only thing I would do was jump off of buildings in the haystacks. That's all mm-hmm. I would do because it was Got the funnest shit. Uh, second thing, second thing, Misu, you know you're my boy and I love you, and I'm only saying this not to be an asshole, but because I love you. I believe you called it an anthropology series. I believe what you meant was anthology series. Anthology. There you go. My bad. I felt like I, I used the wrong word anyway. Anthropology is a story. It took like, me a minute to catch it, it's so like, like I wish I could have caught you sooner, but I was like, fuck, now he's going to like say anthropology a couple times, and you did it. I was like, damn it. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's figure this out. <laughs> I'm raising my hand Thank in you. Skype. I it, though. Hey, no problem. Bro. I got. You. I didn't even. Hey, listen. If it means anything to you, music, I didn't catch it. But it was a great pick, though. It was a great nope. pick. Assassin's like, and and again, again, I say this with a grain of salt. Uh, and I, people know that I, I I'm of this camp. It's just like the Anakin complex. Michael Fassbender is not the issue. Just as Hayden no. Christensen was no. not the issue. It's no, the yeah. script, okay? Assassin's Creed is awesome. You can have yeah. an amazing series with that. So Michael hey. Fassbender did not make the choice to sing a weird song as he was getting pulled back into 
the the assassin matrix i don't even know what the fuck it was called uh but he was singing that weird song and i remember specifically mm-hmm. like my i was with my best friend in the theater watching <laughs> it and he know he loves assassin's creed like he that's like his shit he mm-hmm. convinced me to go see it and like when he was being pulled into the thing i was like is that song like specific to the game he goes like bro no. i don't know what the fuck's happening right now you probably know better than i do honestly i can't believe this didn't get taken game of thrones no, the, uh, uh, no. The fin- the finale is the only bad part. Yeah, the last two seasons. Finale. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm not even gonna hold the last, the second to the last. I'm not even gonna hold the seventh season. I'll, I'll put that all on the eighth season because even the seventh season was like enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It just made you think like, oh wow, they're getting places pretty fucking quick. Like, yep. okay, yes. like you know, they gotta speed it up. I get it. I, I can roll with a lot that was going on, but I cannot roll with. Daenerys Targaryen going from I will not be the Queen of Ashes to literally becoming the Queen of Ashes like in the very yeah. next episode. <laughs> Snapping just literally. So here's the thing. So would you guys have preferred a universe where they black clovered it? Where they instead of filling the time that it was going to take for George R. R. Martin to finish the books, they would have just waited like Black Clover is doing right now no. waiting for the um, manga to yeah. catch up? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't even think so because there is so much stuff and lore inside of Game of Thrones yep. mm-hmm. that they could have literally stretched it out a whole 10 seasons. Because yeah. there's oh, some yeah. characters in there that they did not mention. Like, Lady for example, um, John, yeah, it's like Lady um, Stoneheart, like that whole character was yep. um, mm-hmm. taken out. Um, um, What's his name? Uh, cold Hands? Not Cold Hands, but that one's a good one too. Um, mm-hmm. The Greyjoy. The, um, um, oh, yeah. Aaron Greyjoy. Oh, yeah. Aaron. What's his name? Euron is in there. His whole backstory, his whole, whole his own character arc is huge. Mm-hmm. And the stuff yeah. he's doing is very questionable and mysterious. Like there's yeah. so many things they could have done with that series that could have been stretched out for a whole another 10 seasons and you wouldn't have noticed. But they yeah. were planning, they're they're planning on, on bringing back, like, doing a, either an anime series or a re, an actual live-action series based on the Age of Heroes, which was one when the uh, houses were, were, were not even born yet. Like, the only the only one that was, like, legit was the Targaryens because, like, mm-hmm. they had all the dragons running around. So yeah. that'd be lit, but I don't know. R.I.P. I mean, the Star Wars series that was going to be showrun by D.B. D.B. Weiss <laughs> and David Benioff. <laughs> I mean, they lost they lost that one quick. Like after yeah, the eighth well, season, uh, they said nope. This is what y'all going to do. Uh-uh. R.I.P. Uh, I also want to like bring up like like I know we talked about Harry Potter a little bit, but I feel like we have to bring this up. Is like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and I'm not saying Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them should get a redo. I feel like that just shouldn't exist. Or at the very least, should just like exist as its own one standalone movie, like mm-hmm. just by itself. Like I call it magical Pokemon hunting because that's exactly what the fuck it is. It's him, he loses his suitcase of Pokemon, and then the movie is him trying to find him. Great. Yep. It, but the you could have went two directions with a Harry Potter prequel, and I've said this before. Fantastic Beast was made, and it pissed me off when they try to incorporate it into Fantastic Beast. You could have told an entire story about Dumbledore's backstory, like his whole origin, and then and the Deathly Hallows between him and Grindelwald out like that could have been like three movies you're good it, it ends with Voldemort and Grindelwald having their final confrontation setting up like what the 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 Voldemort coming at the end cool but then you could have done an entire you could have done the Marauders where you could have like talked told, told the story of mm-hmm. Harry's dad Lupin Sirius and uh the one who will eventually betray them uh uh what the fuck is his name um Wormtail Crookshank? oh no no no, no well Wormtail uh, Peter Pettigrew Peter Pettigrew yeah. 
And I feel like the the first Wizarding War, there's so much lore that goes into the first Wizarding War that like it's just ripe for the telling. And you could have set it up with the Grindelwald Dumbledore kind of like fight, and then that sets up like the rise of Voldemort. But it's just so much going on. The Longbottoms, you could have seen like how like fucking badass the Longbottoms were. Because people, in case you don't read the books, Neville is every bit could have been every bit as the chosen one as Harry could have. You know, like the only reason why he Wait, wasn't. Really? bro okay you need to listen to this okay so right, i'm strapped in so right in the in the first wizarding army in the first order of the phoenix you had harry's parents james and lily and then you had uh neville's parents and i can't remember their names right now forgive me mm-hmm. but the thing was was like there was a prophecy that came out the prophecy shifted the whole thing the prophecy said that the one who will destroy voldemort will be born on the end of july uh born to parents who defied voldemort three times and uh it was one other and we'll be like um and it will and the and Voldemort will consider him as equal the only reason why Voldemort did not go for Neville Longbottom because his parents fit the same exact description Harry Potter and Neville have the same exact birthday both their parents defy Voldemort three times because they're both that badass mm-hmm. and the only reason why Voldemort went for Harry and not Neville was because Voldemort's a half-blood, Harry's a half-blood. So Voldemort interpreted that as, His that's equal. my equal, I'm going to go after him. But he could have easily have went for Neville. So it was literally just interpretation. It was just so it was literally just interpretation. Era. It was literally down to Voldemort's choice of who was going to be the chosen one. And this Neville, is the Pixar lit- theory, literally, for And for Neville literally, yeah, exactly. So Neville is literally, like, the other half of, like, the chosen one, which is why he gets, like, one of the biggest arcs. And that's why, like, because they tortured his parents in order to find, like, Harry's parents. So that's so that's like that. So Harry and Neville are like super linked, which is why Neville got really good at magic early on, because technically he is also the chosen one. And that's just fact. So, I mean, he technically glue he glue up better than anybody else in the in it. So like he was chosen. He absolutely did. He absolutely did. So yeah, exactly. He saw Neville say like he's a pure blood. Like I'm not gonna go after him because I'm not a pure blood. So like that, and that's just the first Wizarding War. That's just some of the little inner workings. Like you also have like you know, uh, you know, Harry's dad being a fucking like bully to fucking Snape, which is what prompted Snape to join the Death Eaters. You have fucking mm-hmm. Sirius Black basically like going against his family, who are all Death Eaters, and then like going to like him, and then you, you, it's just so much going on. And so many different characters with so many different relationships, like the portrayal of Peter Pettigrew, like basically like selling out his best friend so that Voldemort wouldn't kill him, becoming a Death Eater, being being the one Gryffindor as a Death Eater in the process. It's it's so insane that they didn't go with this like first Wizarding War kind of story. It's it's yeah. fucking it's 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 I don't understand why they didn't do that. And then again, the Marauders itself is just a nice intricate story in and of itself because like it talk tackles like Lupin being a werewolf and like he like the fucking werewolf that you see in um Half Blood Prince mm-hmm. he's the one who turned Lupin into a werewolf cuz his whole goal was like basically take children bite them make a werewolf army and Lupin just so happened to be one of those children and so that's why Harry's dad and Sirius, they could turn into dogs and rats and fucking like deers and shit because they want to be closer to their best friend bro it's so like that's the, half the, the whole... plot of the. That's half the plot of Twilight, bro. Which we were talking about before the plot. Almost they have the plot of Twilight Underworld, <laughs> but better. Yeah. But 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 better. <laughs> I will better. say Juju. I will say Juju. I know you're not a gamer yet because we'll get you there. Um, mm-hmm. they're they're actually coming out with an open world uh, uh Harry Potter game. It's called Wizarding okay. uh um Hogwarts Legacy, and it's covering the 1800s. 
So it's oh, wiz okay. wizards in the 1800s. But like that's all that's also a thing that I that I was like uh, always curious. It's like why don't we cover like um wizarding schools in other parts because I would fuck with a Jap Japanese wizarding oh, yeah. school. Yeah. Like oh yeah. my god. Absolutely. Cuz I mean they have Romania, they already have Ireland, they already have New York. I'm like they have bro. America, yeah. If they show like either South America, Africa or 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 somewhere in in Eastern Asia, it's it's bro. a wrap. It's a bro. it's a wrap. I came up with a I came up with like a pitch for a Harry Potter story set during like the slave trade era. Hey, and like yo. like bro, like it would be fucking crazy. So basically like So basically like I, I I'm trying to remember cuz I I'm going to have to find the video to get like the details just down, but what would happen was like, you know, why weren't like why weren't other wizarding schools like hip to like the slave trade like hogwarts british they're the ones who went out and they're the ones who fucking took like slaves and mm -hmm. took them to america where ilvermoni was right so like imagine like a whole story and it gets dark it gets like really dark imagine a whole story where a whole sector of wizards went and conquered like other wizards in africa and they basically it was basically the slave trade all over again but it turns out that there are actually slaves who have like magical power so just basically a bunch of like harry potters who don't know they're magical uh -huh. and like literally like during slavery times like let's say one of them is like picking cotton or some shit like that and out of nowhere like he transforms the cotton into like wine or like a rose or something mm -hmm. like that and then like all these slaves start to discover like they have like magical abilities spartacus, and then the fucking like full -on spartacus bro and then it becomes like a whole spartacus thing and it could be like a great metaphor for like like slavery uprisings like the whole nat turner uprisings yes. and things of that yes. sort but I with like magical fucking that, abilities like, bro so it could be incredible you want the bacon that. uprisings with magic exactly no, no, i'll say because as soon as you said that i was just like can you imagine like a magical nat <laughs> i'm telling you bro i'm telling you bro and then like and then like it's it could just you you can have like it's so topical and you can Wait. like again jordan peele could probably direct it or some shit like that and it's just kind of <laughs> like oh discover the power within yourselves brothers and sisters like and it's literally like magical yeah. powers and you shit could i would watch do an entire play on plus, the underground also, railway on the underground railroad yes you can with it like with the platforms and all that you can do an entire you could do an entire play on that yep and this plus imagine like Imagine like from the, a non-magical perspective, all like the the lore and mythology they would make after that. Like, oh, the, we heard about these slaves who had these magical powers. They did some type of, I don't know, voodoo, voodoo. or something. Uh -huh. Yeah, the birth of voodoo. And that could be like the birth of voodoo and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, imagine like, and, ima and then you can also like explore the gray areas of Hogwarts who know about slavery, but they didn't do shit about it. And they didn't tell anybody about it, right? And then you can have like the whole like kind of Wakandan angle where like the magical africans like ugandans take your pick nigerians or whatever sierra uh -huh. leoneans they don't say shit they know their brothers and sisters have been taken they know that Oof. their powers are literally stripped from them the knowledge of their powers are stripped from them but they didn't do anything so maybe you get like a killmonger like character who's like you never told me that i can do these things and you could have like absolutely you could have apparated in and saved us at any time but you didn't why not you know what i'm uh, saying so that this would sound so, so many people great. and it would be so expansive. I would love it. Let no, me here's tell the you thing. Why, like, it sounds yeah. so oh, great, but if only J.K. Rowling would get her shit I'll, together. J.K. <laughs> Rowling was literally like about to happen, say bro. she wrote one Asian character and her name was Cho Chang. All right. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like, if you want a whole Japanese story about Japanese wizards, it's just going to be a bunch of racist ass names <laughs> running around. Look, like, look, I, I, she I, ain't I, the woman. 
I only remember in the in the original Harry Potter like films. I fuck the books because I don't remember there being like a legit black person in the books because you know the movies can cast whatever. I only know three, no, four black characters. That's Angelina mm-hmm. Johnson, who's a major, major, major side character. All she's the, the girl that Fred acts to the dance in mm-hmm. um, Goblet of Fire. One black girl, right? That's the only black yeah. girl. Then you have uh, obviously um, Kingsley Shacklebolt, yes. who's you know ball guy, badass, Dumbledore's got style. Like love that fucking guy. You had Dean Thomas, who you know, like I guess he's like Seamus level, like whatever character. And then you have fucking <laughs> Mondungus. Uh, I'm sorry, Mondungus. Is he is he, is he one of the names? I don't not Mundungus. Uh, Mundungus isn't black. Yeah, Mundungus isn't black. Is that but a real person, Mundungus? Mundungus. Yeah, I don't think he's black. Might be worse. Hold than on, Chang let me Chang. see. I'm I'm a Google. Yeah, him from right now. from from. I think I think he could have been from the last Mundungus movie. Fletcher. Hold up. No, it's very bro. Much Mundungus he, Fletcher is not black at all, bro. That is oh, a okay. that is a <laughs> deeply yeah, deeply no, Serbian that, man. That is a super Serbian like white weasel dude. Um, <laughs> I'm like I know yeah, Mundungus. But the other guy, the other guy, the other black guy. This is my favorite one. He was in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. He was, I don't even know his fucking name, but I classify him as black boy with bad news because everything out of his fucking mouth was fucking bad news. He never said anything good. He only said, like, like he only just brought the fucking uh, doom upon everybody. Like, yeah. oh, shit, look at this cup. Oh, yes, this is an omen of death. It's like, oh, thanks, black kid with the bad news. Oh, my God, Sirius Black escaped. Yes, catching Sirius is like trying to catch smoke. Like trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. It's like, bro, like, can you like chill? <laughs> like, they only, he you only hit all, his, you. all his lines were literally just him bringing bad news to the group. And I'm just kind of like, bro, why? Come on. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's low key hilarious. Like, oh, we beat the Deviants. He shows up. Oh, yeah, Dumbledore's dead. Dumbledore's yeah. dead. Like, I just wanted him to come through the whole series just like, hey, Dumbledore died. Like, why are you bringing the fucking bad news? Like, you know, they're on the run in the seventh one. There, he just like, Oh yeah, Hogwarts kind of sucks now, and he just disappears, just like he's <laughs> about. <laughs> it's like it's like everyone's around Dumbledore's grave, and he's like he lived a great life. He was very happy, and he's like he was actually closeted his whole life. He was never able to express his love, and everyone's like, "Dude, what are we doing?" He leaves Hogwarts like, "Well, since Hogwarts is all better now, and there's no more bad news, I'm gonna see y'all later." I was only here to deliver the bad news. My role's done. I got no job. Well, actually, that, that brings me to an interesting segue because a question I want to ask you, you haven't seen Snake Eyes, but um, we, mm-hmm. we were talking about it recently and we, we were thinking that like, do you think essentially that with the way that Disney is now approaching telling more like minority stories with with like all of their season mm-hmm. four role or their, their phase four rollouts? Do you think we're going to be seeing like downstream, like I don't want to call them repercussions, but like, you know, repercussions in terms of movie making as a whole, seeing more minority stories told, mm-hmm. like now that the biggest platform on the, on the biggest stage is doing it. Do you think that's going to encourage people elsewhere to start telling like historically Chinese, historically Japanese, Southeastern Asian, African, Middle Eastern Latino. stories, that kind of thing? Latino yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a domino effect, to be honest. Like, I feel like for the longest time, like, stories with uh, people of color specifically, just, like, of different cultures, uh, it's been kind of, like, either reserved for, like, that demographic and then, like, the Mm -hmm. larger, like, mainstream audience wouldn't see it. Or, like, you know, it was seen as just kind of, like, oh, these these things don't make a lot of money. Like, you can make them, but, like, only if you, like, make it for a certain audience. Like, 
I hate to say it, Tyler Perry, he knew his audience. He played to his audience. He he's played a billionaire to the, for a reason. He's a billionaire for a reason. And like honestly, yeah. I can't I can't hate his hustle. I just hate the way of which he does his hustle. Like absolutely. I agree with, with big old boobs. That's how he does yeah. his hustle. You know, All right. You know, like and here's the thing. Like I saw Big Mama's house. Like, I don't mind that he wants to dress up in a dress. Like, I don't mind that. It's just the mm-hmm. exploitation of like uh, you know, the black culture and just kind of like the the exploitation of black pain is what it was. Like black every pain, movie, black women, black pain, black women. It was always like a bald, black, dark skinned dude that was beating his wife or some shit like that. And I'm just like, damn, I should never go bald or people will start hating me. But yeah, exactly. it was just like Tyler. You know what I'm saying? Like you are, and you know which character I'm talking about. Like fuck that yep. guy who like you know kicked his wife out, literally drug his wife out the house and shit. And then the other one in uh, Why Did I Get Married? Who literally yeah, just laid just, out every the, <laughs> the fact that there's multiple is crazy. He literally just like laid out all of it, their like dirty laundry at a dinner table because he got busted for cheating on uh, his wife Jill Scott. Who? Why would you cheat on her? But Jill Scott yeah, for real. Jill, Jill fucking Scott. And yet Was she not good just, enough for you she's shit she's good way more than good enough for me she's better than me you know what i'm saying and so like and again like i don't know why the fuck they were friends with him but anyway that's another tangent for another day but like again like you'll see other scene is like not profitable or you could just kind of like make it towards your audience but i feel like movies that are you know like black panther kind of like open the floodgates to like make these big budget like films and like put them in front of a mainstream audience and it can have like worldwide appeal because people want to know about the other cultures you know we're seeing it right now with uh you know jose and i talked about this with uh, in the heights you know what i'm saying we're gonna we're gonna see it again with uh with uh encanto you know what i'm saying like yeah. Di- disney is doing that as well uh mm-hmm. mulan is just like a byproduct of the fact that they're doing live action remakes and it's right time right, right place right time still kind of yeah. fucked up with that but it's whatever but I do feel like the domino effect is like now that we know that these type of movies can be profitable, Hollywood follows where the money is. And I and it's a, it's a double edged sword because one, you can say like it's a fad be, uh, that, you know, it's like the extra cultural thing and people are doing it because like people are craving it right now. But yeah. it should just kind of be like like muscle reflex like second nature, just kind of like let's make stories. We don't care if the main character is white, black, Asian, like you know latino like doesn't matter let's just tell the story and let's just make the story good and i feel like you know as long as we have that then we're going to see more i feel like disney right now and you know this is just uh, this is just because like they've pretty much bought every studio so like it's almost like they have no choice but to make them but disney now is like doing a really great job of like putting forward their plc characters and like really like making them like the main stars of like this new generation. Like we've seen it with with their Marvel division with uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier with Sam Wilson being the new Captain America. We're going to see him for multiple years down the line to the point where it's commonplace. Uh, again, I mentioned Encanto and then, um, you know, we saw Ryan, the last dragon. And before that, we got soul. And before that, and now Moana. we're getting uh, Moana. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's going to keep coming. It's going to keep going. And we've come a long way from uh uh, we come a long way from the token character, yeah. but mm-hmm. we're still we're still very close to it. Speaking if you know what I mean, Potter. like yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Princess and the Frog, it's a token character. Like, and I don't and I don't want to like get into like like here's I love Princess and the Frog. It's one of my favorite. I was gonna Disney I was movies. actually gonna ask you to elaborate on that. Yeah, yeah. I I love Princess and the Frog. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. However, like everyone in the black community will tell you that they did not have to make her a frog through the entire film. Like at all, there was absolutely no reason to do it. See, you already know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like there was absolutely no reason to it because when you really think about it, the Princess and the Frog is a German tale. You okay. could have chosen. Yep. You could have chosen 
any race to do that character. But you met Disney made sure oh, that gotcha. the first black princess was guaranteed to not be black the entire time. Mm-hmm. You see what that I'm saying? And, and they and they marketed it convenient. and they marketed it as the first black Disney princess. It's in New Orleans. It's jazz. It's a creation of black culture. But, you know, you know, you got a whole I know me and Disney. I love you. I love Disney work for you. Like you guys are great, but you got to hold people accountable and say, like, this was not the right thing to do at that time. And I will be super critical of that every single time. But soul, I give soul like a little bit of a pass. It still has that little like. Oh, black character gets turned into a blob. Like, you know, we've seen it again with like I Spy or whatever the fuck that spy movie mm-hmm. was with the pigeon. Spies characters of guys. Spies, yeah. spies in the sky. Exactly. Yeah. Like, characters of color have a weird habit of not being a character of color through the whole thing. It's, 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 a, it's a very startling trend, you know? And then, and now, like, Pixar is doing it again with Turning Red, which I'm super excited about, but she's still turning into a giant red panda. And this is like their, one of their first lead Asian characters. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's just so, again, we're a long way from it because Soul did a great job of portraying black culture. The barbershop mm-hmm. scene is probably one of the greatest and most underrated scenes in all of Pixar history. Super accurate. I love and even like though, even though Joel and Joel, Joe and uh, 22 has switched bodies, the black the black culture is still present throughout that entire movie. When he goes to his mom, when he goes to the black owned businesses, when he's playing jazz, when he's, it's still all there. It's just, everybody switched out. Hey y'all. So that's just like me getting on my soapbox and saying like, Hey, we're, we have a long way to go still, but I'm super optimistic about like the way we are going because now like one of the, I feel like we're closer now more than ever to get like a character who's allowed to be a person of color throughout the entire film versus like, a huge piece of them being an animal or a blob or like whatever it also happened with coco like i love it that movie. With coco. I, I love that movie like to a fault uh but it's the same thing even though the sh- not the shtick but like the the center is around dia de los muertos which is huge uh, in the latin community especially in mexico uh he is a skeleton his entire family is a skeleton for half like almost right. like 80 of the movie and i'm like damn bro like it 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 it, it, it gave the it's a good start That like uh great saying. start it's a great start but we still need to get to the point where it's like there shouldn't be a magical thing that happens like you can just celebrate the culture without just like having something happen to the main character that like may, turns him into a dog or a car or whatever it's like no but people are like that's what the, the story is bro like that's how the story was written it's like it was written that way for a reason <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, we need to understand we it was written that way for a reason they're getting better but You know. Loki also gave, gave birth birth to a horse, and people are pressed about him being bi. So it's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, oh, he's gender fluid. It's like, yeah, well, also, like, men don't usually give birth. Like, what are we talking? Like, he gave birth yeah, to a snake yeah. and a horse. Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we fighting about here? Like, that's a ridiculous yeah. argument. I'm trying, I'm trying to like think. I'm trying to get my brain going about a situation where like a white princess or even just any 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 white character in Disney gets transformed, and I'm I'm blanking. Brother Bear, bro, not white, but another. Another Who? character, Brother Bear, another character of color, Kenai turns into. Oh yes! Oh my bear, god! Bro. Oh my god! Yeah. Not even Phil Collins' score could save that one. Yeah. Well, you know? there's very few things that Phil Collins' score cannot save. If we're being, <laughs> if we're being entirely, can, can entirely I, honest. Can I? Can I say this as well? Like the one, <laughs> the one white character who is quote unquote an ape, he got to stay white the whole movie while being an ape. <laughs> You're right, uh, Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan, motherfucking. Yeah. Oh my Come goodness, on, you're man. right. 
Damn. Yeah. Well, I just, okay, I just okay. thought about that forever. I hope I hope Disney doesn't hate me after this forever. But <laughs> okay, I, y'all good. I gotta I gotta speak. I gotta speak my truth. I'm just saying what I like. I just I'm just saying how I feel, man. <laughs> Listen, Disney, this, it's, it's, not, listen, the, uh, Warner Brothers has cut us off, so who knows? Maybe Disney isn't listening either. Let's, let's figure let's figure this across. Y'all, y'all going to ruin my connections, man. Name. Y'all going to ruin my connections. You said their name three times. I did. Oh, that's, I did. That's, 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 to be that's honest. A, Look, man, I, I worked there. Like the candy man? Like the candy man? Like the candy man. Look, I used to work there, and again, like you got to – in this line of work, you got to be honest. And again, I still love the 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 company, both companies, to from the bottom of my heart. Like I love film. Like I just want to, as a person of color, like you just got to speak your truth. And like you know, at the end of the day, if they say they support like their the audience and like their actors and the crews and all the people of color who like work on these films, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue. So that's how I feel. I'm not saying they. I'm not saying they're dog shit immoral you know yeah, evil yeah, companies course. i'm just saying like hey good job but there's a still be accountable more. there's a standard there's a standard uh since we are talking about speaking your truth though is there a movie that's came out this year that you're upset more people aren't talking about um you know what two movies actually and they're both uh they're both animated i mean mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of movies that I watch, you already know which one I'm talking about too. A lot of, a lot of movies I watch, like can be considered like Oscar bait. Like I'm, I'm kind of upset that a lot of people weren't talking about the father with Anthony Hopkins and like how oh. great that performance was. And uh, he won, he won an Oscar for it. He won an Oscar for it, it, but again, yeah, a lot of people were upset about it because he beat out uh, Chadwick Boseman. And yeah. again, like I always said, like if Chadwick Boseman didn't win, Anthony Hopkins, like I'm happy with that. Like you know, they both mm-hmm. are equally as deserving. But uh, I've talked about two movies, one of which was. Um, uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, and I honestly do think it's a heavy contender for best so animated good. feature Oscar. It needs to be. And so then uh, Arlo the Alligator Boy. Arlo, I don't know if you guys have heard of Arlo the Alligator Boy. No. But Arlo the Alligator mm-hmm. Boy is probably one of the most yep. underrated animated films out right now, and it's literally about a mutant alligator boy who like was born in New York. He gets swept up into the bayou, and he has a talent for singing, and he wants to like find his father. And the soundtrack fucking slaps Slaps. it slaps like i remember showing like van ness is in it i remember showing a uh clip uh somebody did a stitch that was like oh what song from a and from a kid show or movie did not deserve to be that good and i played Mm -hmm. one of the songs and everyone in my comments was like what the fuck is this like it sounded like (laughs) the weekend it sounded like the weekend that's how good it sounded and it was it was that definitely watch that like all of the alligator boy it's on it's a netflix original animation is fantastic the uh the uh the the music again absolutely great the story is like super charming super cute and arlo himself as a character is just we need to talk about him more i feel like that 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 movie is going to be like this generation's like iron giant that and he's voiced by michael j woodward yes who was on american idol i believe yeah 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 literally just him doing runs the whole movie he's doing runs the whole movie it's fucking phenomenal that's crazy. I saw the soundtrack on YouTube, and it was it was Bro. fire. Oh it's, yeah, it's I, fucking fire! It's absolutely fire. Absolutely amazing. I love it. My it daughter like it's loves animated that. by the people who do. I don't want to say adventure. Uh, Gumball. I think it's Gumball. It looks like um, that, like Gumball, regular show, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm sorry. I got to go. Actually, I got yeah, family dude. here for a movie night because what else would oh. I be doing? Um, it's all good. But you gotta stay <laughs> on brand. Gotta, you gotta stay on brand guys but i would love to like hop on this again and like just chilling and hang out with you guys because this this great combos this is awesome yeah of course my god thanks for coming out 
Thank hey, you so no much. Problem. I'm sorry to dip out super soon. It's just you know, good. pre-engagement. You are good, my guy, dude. Go ahead, say out of the family. Thanks for popping in. We appreciate you being here, guys. This has been Straw Hat Goofy. If you want to plug your socials before you go. Yeah, you guys can follow me on TikTok at Straw Hat Goofy. That's Straw underscore Hat underscore Goofy. That is every other social like media channel except for Instagram for some reason. Uh, okay. on, Inst- on Instagram, it's Straw Hat Movies. Straw underscore Hat underscore Movies. And uh, I make videos about um, movies <laughs> if, it, uh-huh. if, it wasn't, if it wasn't too clear. Also, hey, one in my side of the world on Twitch. Hey, yeah, you yes, can guys, you can uh, look at me on Twitch. I do movie commentary. I talk about my favorite scenes. I rank movies. Anything. Pretty much, we just do a really great movie talk. It's great vibes. It's amazing. And one last thing is, we're doing a live watch party of the Suicide Squad August fifth at eleven thirty p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's gonna be great. If you're watching it from home, watch it. Watch it with me. Like you guys are mm-hmm. also invited. It's gonna be on Scener.com. Links are I in already my bio. made my account. It already made the account. I might have, to, I might have to sign up. We can we can co-host it too. It'll be amazing. Like we can watch it all at the same time. It's gonna be a good watch. I want to see your faces when you actually. We didn't even get to Suicide Squad. Fuck. Uh, we I, can't. I, we can't spoil it. I, I, that's true. That's true. We'll talk about it. But we can do it I next just, week. Come back on next week. Definitely, I will come we'll back next week. We'll definitely yeah. talk about it then for sure. All right, but yes, make sure you guys get your virtual tickets for that. It's free, but I just like saying virtual yeah. tickets. All right, y'all. You guys right, take care. Thanks again. Have like, a great day, man. All right. Bro. All right, all that was right. awesome. That was really fun. Yeah, he was. I was very nervous. No, we're. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. He's a great guy. Good, bro. He's, he's awesome. Very, he's very awesome. nice. We can. Keep, wow. I mean, we still have a couple questions. We can keep going for twenty minutes, or we can leave it here for the viewers to. I I'd say maybe we do a little bit of catching up with you to to okay. rinse everyone's palate out, and then and then we call her a day. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Straw Hat Goofy. That was uh, uh we're trying. I mean, we're, we're looking at a couple of things podcast format wise. Um, with a little bit of a, a little bit of a content hole, we were really content rich for a couple of weeks there, and so we wanted to definitely break down the content that we were really interested in. But um, recently, we've gotten a lot of like good responses to our more thematic question based uh talks and if you guys if you guys liked that a lot shoot us shoot us comments say you know hey listen i love that episode um maybe bring more people on to talk about these kinds of things or or broach more thematic things because you know we we are ever evolving we're always looking for new ways to keep you guys entertained and and you know blessed and we know we know you love us we know you love our chemistry so whatever you want to hear come out of our mouth let us know um feedback is important but yes Jose put on the biggest of big boy pants and caught up and finished season three of MHA. No, season two. Season two. Season two. I, mean, season I lied. The pants weren't that big. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I also I will also say that like just to, to bounce off of what you said. Uh, yeah. Feel free to use um, all, all of our social media platforms, which are linked in the YouTube video. They're linked everywhere. Um, to just let us know what you think. Right. About about the pod, about the questions that we we pose on a on a weekly basis. I would also be running polls, like the stack em up poll will be run uh, through my Instagram stories as well. Uh, you can leave comments there. You can leave comments everywhere. Just like we just want to know what you think and how we can make the podcast better. Because I personally think uh, we we have we have an amazing thing going here. Um, and and it's just a, it's just a matter of having the right uh, things to talk about and then just letting the rest flow, baby. So speaking yep. about flowing. I love MHA. I the yeah. way that they flow from the hero arc to the finals. Uh, right now, I'm at the point where like the new people, we got new people joining the League of Villains. Like it's it's it's. 
I, I it gets to the point that I'm crying every other episode, and it's oh, like yeah. it sucks because I'm like, dude, I haven't cried this hard since like I first started watching like Spider Man. No, I'm not Spider. I was no? not gonna say Spider Man. Uncle I was Ben's not death. Say, I haven't I haven't mentioned Spider Man the whole episode, and I won't. True. Do it. I'm proud. I won't of do it. I, I do it. it. You hey, I won't. It's I me. won't do it. It's I'm the bad guy. It, it, hey, it do be like that. But yes, I will say uh, so far from what I from see, even through adversity where he manages to work with Deku, Mr. Babyback Bitch Bakugo, still, still, man, like, can you, mm -hmm. can you, can you beat a dead horse more than Bakugo? I'm like, bro, just, just let it happen, bro. Just let it happen. Enjoy the friendship. Like, you can compete. You can compete because like, you know, and Asta compete. Vegeta and Goku compete, but they can like they can t tolerate each other. You can't, yep. li you literally can't formulate two second, two two sentences without calling Deku a useless nerd or something yep. like that. I'm like, bro, come on. So I I I, I don't like Bakugo. Uh, if if that wasn't clear enough, uh, I think I, I think the, I think the audience has gotten it in general. Yes, yes, I am. However, super excited about all the villains, bro. Every single villain in this series is just good. Like Baki is like gives me like sad boy slash very uh, mm -hmm. uh e boy vibes, which I like. Uh, the lady looks ex like the 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 blonde girl looks exactly like Harley Quinn. Toga. Like her dead Toga. eyes. Oh my yes, De dead I eye, have a dead eye of central. Her in my closet, I had to cosplay as her for chat uh, uh like two days ago. Oh, it's it's, it's, she's uh, it's awesome. funny that you mentioned that because the creator of My Hero is inspired by both Marvel and DC Comics, and he did um base um Toga off, off Harley Quinn. She got the dead eye syndrome. Like she literally is just like there's nothing behind there besides destruction and chaos. So I like mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, Shigaraki showed his actual face for the first time. Uh, he do be crusty, but he's also super menacing. He's got those uh. What's it called? Uh, the eyes from the dude in De in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, you know the 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 main stitched guy from Jujutsu Kaisen, the one with the blue hair. Oh, they look oh, exactly the same. Yeah. They yeah. look exactly the same. Like they got the same eyes. I'm like, yo, this is lit. I like this. Uh, I love the fact that he just like <laughs> he he's basically doing all this villain stuff for clout. I I love the fact that he's trying to do that. Well, at he least just wants to be loved. Essentially. Yeah, at, at yeah. least from what we've seen so far. Um, I have never been so excited to see what a villain looks like since just that last scene where they just show all for one being like, good, he will be my successor. I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, if, if Kurogiri is, is a, is a, is a standard in terms of like villain, uh, style, just like the, mm -hmm. the, the way that they're, they dress, the way that they look, I'm definitely so super hyped for all for one. And I'm, I'm hoping that I don't get, uh, my, my, my soul crush. Yeah. You never really get a great look at his face. He's kind of like, he's kind of like, um, he's kind of like, uh, a blob. Well, no, he's kind of like a uh, master chief in that way. Ooh. You never, you never really get to see his face. Okay. Babe. Um, yeah, but he's, he's incredible. He's a really, really good bad guy. So you've already seen the muscular fight then. Cause you mentioned Baki. Right? You mean you mean muscular? No. So so I'm I'm at the point where like uh, uh Shigaraki uh confronted Deku in the mall, which is this oh, is the, this is the mall holding him by like the yeah. throat. Yeah, this is the this is scene. this is the uh the post uh final exams like little transitional period. So like mm -hmm. I'm in these type of episodes. So I I basically saw 
like seven episodes since like seven or eight episodes since uh, the last time we talked. Uh, and a lot has happened, but at the same time, like, it feels like this is just a transition period bet between, like, when shit's supposed to hit the fan with all the, uh, the villains. So, very excited there. A topic that we didn't get to talk, uh, talk about, uh, with Goofy. I don't think he's actually seen, uh, Bad Batch, but bro, Bad Batch, what an amazing episode. We should Incredible. talk about that. Like, okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. We are finally getting to see that, like, it's really interesting that we're getting to see the descaling of clone troopers to stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. Like we're seeing like the actual like transition of power, like the handoff. And my favorite part is that the clone troopers are literally running through them and they're making jokes about it as they're doing it. It's like, you trained these guys? Like these guys that yeah. are, are missing all of us at point blank range? They were shooting mm -hmm. to kill the stormtroopers. Yeah. The clone troopers shooting tranquilizing. Stunned. And, and still just running through them. It wasn't even close and it was awesome. And then we get that ending scene where now, now uh, Hunter has been captured by Crosshair. And it started oh. to look more and more like you guys were right when you said if anybody's going to kick it, it's probably going to be him. Dude, do you guys remember the uh, the the villain uh, from the first dead Daredevil movie? Uh, yeah, bullseye with the with the, bullseye. With the bullseye. Yep. Did yep. you see that crosshair has the same thing on his eye? He's got a mm -hmm. crosshair has the crosshair on his eye Does from the scars. Really? And I'm like, this gave me massive bullseye energy from the first Daredevil Just him movie. Straightening out, um, like paper scar. clips. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, dude, yeah. it was legit. Like I saw that and I was like, it's about to go down because like, and just the way he reacted is like, well. I was expecting the whole squad, but I'll guess you will do. It's like, oh my god! It's like, yo, the sub insubordinate uh, mastermind against the leader of the pack. Just like, boom! It, I, I, I'm very excited. The other thing yeah, that I was like very like the impressed by the actual transition of the suits. They have good armor. Like the mm -hmm. stormtrooper, st like storm slash clone troopers have actual good armor. That's what that's what they said. At least this elite mm -hmm. battalion did. Uh, yeah, I know. I know they had the, the commandos. Yeah, because they have the commandos, but they have they also had like a thousand troopers or whatever they they said they was TK troopers. Yeah, TK troopers. Uh, and the helmets were baller, and I was like, hey, yo, they're, they're slowly transitioning from like clones to 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 stormtroopers, and I'm like, bro, this I I love this spin on like a, just a gag from the original series that like oh they just miss for whatever reason no this is literally a purely an economic move from the yep. side of the empire because they're just saving up to the death star <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's all that it is when you so, have to make a moon out of metal you you cannot afford to splurge on clones and on their training so that's i mean and just let's just say R.I.P. to the Kaminoan Prime Minister. I was just about to say that. I was just like, my I think one of my low-key favorite scenes was that that whole takeover. Just like, oh, well, yeah, we caught the scientist um doing all this stuff in the background. And of course, the prime minister's like, oh yeah, I'll take care of her, I'll give her a punishment. He's like, No, we we like that. That shows innovation. We're gonna keep her around. What we don't need is a politician. And I was like, He's <laughs> you <laughs> on some Game of Thrones shit. I was like Bro, that was just... reverse Uno card, bro. <laughs> reverse Uno card. That's the thing. She's been played up as like one of the good, like the genuine good people in the show the entire time. You know, she's yeah. the reason Omega got away. All of like all of that. So like, it is good to see that like she's getting. You know, she's not going to die off. But yeah, like seeing the prime minister, who is the reason that we have all the storm, like all the clone troopers, like finally getting his comeuppance. Awesome. 
absolutely awesome. No, it was, it was my it was my favorite episode in weeks easily. Yeah, I think it, I think it it did like small nuances story wise to get warrant that. Uh, but at the same time, it kept the action up, and I was like, "Yo, they they even got like full on like galactic level base army bases in an outer rim planet." They're like, "Hey, yep. yo, ship uh -huh. is splurging." <laughs> Absolutely, and I mean, I guess since we are since we are talking this week's episode, um, we got also a very very good episode of MHA this week. We got. I feel like it'd be a shame not to bring it up even briefly. Uh, because it was very good and it was poignant and it honestly like kind of made me cry a little bit if we're being honest. Uh, it was, it, it, we're continuing the storyline of the Todoroki family and that, that definitely seems to be, you know, the centric interest of this season, but it was done in such a good way. And, and this was a very good cap to it. And almost in, in a way, it almost makes me want to reverse my opinion on Endeavor um, because, because while he has had thousands of second chances, it seems as though he's no longer passively searching for forgiveness. He is actively speaking to his family and being like, listen, I was terrible and I know I was terrible and I'm trying and you don't have to forgive me. And Natsu's taking his time as he should. He has every right to do that. Um, no. and I just, I think it's being done in such an emotionally intelligent way and on top of that, the fact that we're also seeing it play in to the uh, to Shoto, Bakugo, and Deku's hero training. Now they've officially caught uh, the dumbest quirk of all time, being able to to alter uh, chemically treated paint um, with if you boost it. I, any quirk, it more or less shows that any quirk when boosted can become powerful. Uh, mm -hmm. But like they now caught someone faster than Endeavor, which is an important plot story point. And, and, and Deku used Black Whip. Yep. So so we've, we got to see an emotionally intelligent approach to an abusive father. We got to see a power up from Deku, Bakugo, and Shoto. Who, Deku and, uh, no, Bakugo and Shoto were both able to concentrate and, and essentially like Shinra, like, you know, Shinra from Fire Force, they're fired into a, a concentrated stream in order to, to fly faster. And so and we got that and we got an incredibly, we just got one of those MHA moments when you're, when you're, when your hair sticks up, like Endeavor hugging Natsu. I just, I fucking, I cried. I just, I cried instantly. I was just like, it was just the, the, the reality of the embrace. And I was like, that is so well done. And Natsu being like, get off me. Like it was, I mean, did you, I, am I being overdramatic? Oh no, it was, it's for, it's great to see it. And in terms of anime, because we see, of course, like from the manga, and I think that's I think one of these. This episode is also, I think, for me or this chapter in the manga, really um, made me turn for Endeavor, like in Endeavor supporting Endeavor and what he's trying to do compared yeah. to like how you know everybody's on the fence about it. But I appreciate the fact that he is trying, and at least I mean actively trying, not just expecting people to just get over. Like he's actively trying. He's trying to do the yeah. right thing and like make up for it and not, and not try to blow it over. Like, Hey, I messed up and acknowledge and the thing is, and just in general in life, acknowledgement of doing something wrong is really big. Some people think like yeah. it's not like, but a lot of people don't acknowledge when they do wrong things. And no. And the fact that if you can acknowledge that you're doing something wrong and you accept it, that's fantastic. And to me, him doing that is really big. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's been, I just, I have adored the way they've approached it. And like, I understand that, like, it's not the crazy, like, 
action that like MHA fans sort of come to expect, but like the nuance of the writing has has really set this season apart in my in my personal opinion. Um, it hasn't been the best season of MHA ever, no. But like I think I think in terms of building a story, uh, it has definitely been probably one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. I look at it right now as a like a slow burn to what is going to come after mm-hmm. this. Yeah, because it's just yeah, it's just the build up. They're getting the background of what's about to happen because things do get crazy. Things lose their mind after. next season. Yes, things. Once we get more information on the um, villain liberation army, things get hectic. Yeah. No. So so I I, I am excited about it. I I mean obviously a lot of action to come, but fantastic episode this week and and that's that's all i got on it i am gonna be ready for that next season so we can all watch it together at the same time oh yeah yeah all i mean right. i'm, I'm, right. I'm already you're, at you're season hollering. three so i just need two yeah need more. exactly cool well that's all i got today guys yeah i think oh. we pretty much covered uh what we got some solid questions to cover next week and hopefully we'll see if uh uh yeah. juju joins us next week I'm but so yeah excited. i'm so excited for zoo dude i'm so only, excited not, not only that back, baby dude not only that a week after that we get the what if series yes we will be back to our regularly scheduled content next week ladies and gentlemen thank you for clucking do you know clocking in to, to this week's special edition of the weeb weekly featuring the straw hat goofy of uh geek of the week He's got a podcast. I we should have told him to plug that. He totally forgot to tell him to plug that. He also makes a podcast. Um, but yes, guys, thank you for clocking in with us. Thanks for hanging out. I've been Nixie Comedy on TikTok and Hammer23 uh on YouTube and Twitch. We're getting terrifyingly close to 15k. I just had my tattoo artist draw a Sasuke tattoo. And I'm hoping things slow down a little bit. Jose. It is your boy, Tropical Joe. I'm Tropical Joe, most areas, and then the Tropical Joe on, I believe, Twitter and Twitch. I'm very excited to plug my Twitch because we have been having some amazing streams. We had a great uh, Pokemon stream with our boy, Nixie Comedy. And this week, oh boy, I got my capture card to work. So we are going to be playing Pokemon, Spider-Man, and God of War back to back to back. The the, the train... Oh. Okay. is not slowing down when it comes to twitch we're getting very close to 4k followers got a long ways to go to match my man nick but we're slowly getting there so mizu you let will. the people know where they can find you three times mizu shogun mizu shogun on tiktok instagram and youtube look still doing some more power scaling um power system videos and ideologies and analyzations of characters and I also am going to be doing a my own like what if series, but for a different anime for Naruto, One Piece, um, Joseph's Bizarre Adventure, if people are interested. Let's go. All yes, right, sir. guys. Like I said, thank you for checking in with us. And we will see you next. But in the meanwhile, kick to the outro. Thank you so much for listening to the Weeb Weepy podcast. If you haven't already, download and give the podcast a five star review. If you don't, advertisers will treat us like Naruto before he saved the village.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.